Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I just wanted to share a few <laughs> of... When I'm taking notes, sometimes I write my own comments about what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to share a couple of mine when I'm writing about Danielle. Um, she says, you know, it's not easy to be me. Go die in a fire. (laughs) (laughs) I have really bad ADHD. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have to do 95,000 jobs, and I just want to be at peace for a minute. Where do you get this entitlement? (laughs) I'm so furious when I write about her. It's so funny because we didn't talk about this. I didn't know how you were going to start the show. So when I made notes about Danielle and Rohan, let me read you some of my comments that I just had to say to her. I was like, at one point I wrote when she was like, I'm surprised you didn't get the van. No, 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 you fucking asshole. Just fucking tell him like a person. And then later on down the road, you fucking control freak. I hate you. You make me sick to my stomach. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. Mm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Someone you only met on your phone Be they French or Chinese A brand new K-1 visa's the key Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love It's reality, yes Let's love I know, I, I write those comments to her Because <laughs> I will say and then Katie, my last one, just so you know, is just bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> That's it. I, I will say hating on her has become fun at it this is. point. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, there, is, there is nothing redeemable about Danielle. There is, I think she is um, not, she's not on par with like the big heads and all those people, but she is on par to me with like a Memphis 
Uh, like just, I think she's even worse than Memphis. Yeah, Memphis um, is still, Memphis was well. I don't know. Memphis did try to completely withhold um, his child from him. I guess so. I get. We I'm, just didn't see that. <sighs> but the the way that this woman behaves with the camera on her. <laughs> oh, because here's the deal: people usually behave worse when they're not on camera. So you watch <laughs> this and go. Holy no, fuck. This is some bizarro world shit. It's it's like she's leaning into her villain era. But the thing is, it's evident from when I saw her Instagram story when she's like, y'all are just jealous of me. I'm like, no, that's who you are. No, this is who you are. <laughs> she's a full on. She's a full on narcissist. For she's sure. In a world of miserable bitches. Oh, she's, she's the miserablest. Miserablest. <laughs> That sounds like some, um, if some like really pretentious play or book that you would say. Les Miserablists. Les <laughs> Miserablists by Danton Le Fin Le The Miserablists. Yes. Uh, I'm going to talk about some pretentious off Broadway theater um, in the second half. So, yo, this is Toe. This is Toe. This is Toe. Um, I didn't write down this episode title. The title is For Every Joy, There is a Price to Be Paid. I kind of miss the funny titles. <laughs> yeah. This is, it's a little, it's, it's starting to get a little taken itself too seriously. Mary Payne gets real. She, Mary Payne looks them all up and says what they're about. Finds the quote. I did it at the beginning. I did it at the beginning. Yeah, I don't and have I stopped it doing me. it. I don't have it in me. I just enjoy screaming at Danielle into my, into my yeah, notepad. That's, yeah. That's what I enjoy too. Just screaming into a void at this horrible person. But um, uh, as as we were saying, y'all, this is Toe. Is this episode seven? I believe eight or eight. God, we are episode eight. We are. I I bet you we're more than half to this season. So that's what I'm wondering because um, I was actually texting with Mary Payne about this. I said, "Do you know how many episodes?" And she's like, "I don't." But it seems like what is left for Nicole and Mahmoud? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, but but you know what's left? This infinity loop. This feedback loop of two people who don't understand one another, who don't have the same value system, having the same fight, pushing the same boulder up a hill till you die. <laughs> it's true. I will say, who was it? It was, I forget the uh, Instagram account that did it, but one of them took the picture of her in that swimsuit and they put it on the cover of Sports Illustrated. And it was one of the funniest <laughs> things I've ever seen. I will say she has perfected the downward look of shame. Um, and I, I'm going to be really careful how I talk about this. Um, but do we, they, you know what? They're the first couple. Do we need to do yeah, announcements let, before we get into Let's do announcements this? before I oh, start. God, y'all. Poodles come back from New York. He was flying last <laughs> night. He had a meeting. This, he, and he hasn't gotten fucked yet. So he's just wee, 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 keyed <laughs> up. We, we did a podcast last night after my flight. So uh, we'll talk about that in just a He's second. Just, well, let's talk about that now. We're doing it now. Y'all, we're listening to, our, listening to our episode, the finale of Below Deck, which the, the episode was a snooze, but our podcast was a ball. because We had so we much had, fun. Yes, we had Hollywood Leon from Everyone is Terrible podcast, who does a lot of Bravo stuff. We had a really good time. Even um, already, I just saw like in the Patreon comments, uh, people were loving it. So that makes people, me very happy. He... He told us who we were, um, oh. 
and he said TLC is kind of like Big Ed and y'all are Rose. And he's like, I love the view. And I'm like, oh my God, we're sucking TLC's dick and they're giving us nothing. That yeah, that's basically that's who we are. And we we were we you should listen to the episode. If you do watch below deck, you should listen just for that because just our, our reaction. reaction. It was it was kind of nice because Leon is a he's a snarky queen like you, and he kind of read us both for filth. And it's very hard to get poodle speechless, but he did. I was I would usually I have something to say, <laughs> but I was absolutely devastated. <laughs> Like I was kind of like floating. I'd been read so badly. I was floating. I was, the the wind had been knocked out of me. You felt despair and also exuberation at being read. I do love being read. You do. I love being destroyed. You do. (laughs) And take that any way you want, y'all. It's all true. It's all true. Um, so that, that another, another, some more below deck news sailing yacht is premiering April 10th. It's official. We have, so we have one more week and then the premiere of sailing yacht. It is official. Daisy, Gary and Colin are all returning. And of course, Captain Glenn. And there is a rumored Daisy, uh, Colin, Gary love triangle. Oh yes. We actually, and we have, we actually have two weeks off. Two weeks. Um, but we're only going to have one week off from Below Deck because, y'all, we did an interview with Haley and from Below Deck this season. In Literally, she came to L.A. in my apartment, and we sat down with her and John, uh, who is the, uh, the, the gay, very fan, pageant gay. fabulous gay, gay man from the pageant. Uh, pageant cruise and he is going they sat down where that's going to be airing next week so her boobies barely fit into your apartment barely um. <laughs> at one point she just would i uh, she just set her ginger mule just right on him during the show and just kind of laughed at it um, she was a delight an absolute delight she was wonderful she was, she was. um and then um big as I, we it's already now if you're, when you're hearing this y'all love is blind is out Season four of Love is Blind is out. It is. We can actually talk about it now. You're welcome, y'all. You're welcome. We can actually talk about, um, well, I would say spoiler alert for those of you who haven't listened. Cocaine Bear, when Cocaine comes in on, Bear comes in on episode three. No, I was going to talk about it because it's already aired. Y'all, we've been recording these early and he he's wanted to talk about this so badly. <laughs> It is the best season of Love is Blind. It's been killing me. Um, This is the most, I I think it's the most kind of, it feels like the show is trying to destroy itself. (laughs) Who's Team Micah? Come at us if you're Team Micah. Or even more, Team Arena. Team Micah and Arena, where are you? Or Irena, as they keep referring to her. Um, Wow. Wow, y'all. I, I don't I don't want to spoil too much if you haven't watched, but yeah, that's true. It's still the weekend. There, time. there is a moment. There's a moment in episode. I think it was the last one we watched that I I I'm still thinking about. Oh, episode um, five. Yeah, with Zach yeah. and a and a right reading in bed. Yeah, <laughs> it's um, it's yeah. You're right. We should probably shouldn't say too much because people haven't fully. Yeah, let's watched let it them. All. Let's let them. We'll give you some time. I, I said spoiler alert. No, I'm not. I'm talking about them. I don't know. I am sorry if your life is so busy that you can't binge through all five episodes because God, it is good. 
It was. It came out on Friday, or it came out actually on Thursday. late Thursday night, or at midnight on Friday. So you've had all Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And if you like, if you like reality television, y'all, you should have you should have gotten that time in to watch Love Is Blind. This we're not fucking we're, around. We're shaming here. you. Sorry, we're not fucking around. There need to be priorities. There do. And your husband isn't one of them. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Um, Sorry. He knows hey, that. It's he does know that. We're about but goat, by the way. We're both in LA, but Poodle got back. So I'm just letting him make yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't want to get I don't want to give him whatever I got on the plane. Um, I need to also, I'm not sure if it was in our Patreon comments or someone DM'd me. I need to really thank the sissy who gave me the idea because someone had decided to to uh, scour me about all of my lip balms that I have on this very little left in it, and I was trying to get it out. A sissy told me if I cut the little head off a toothpick, I could get them out, and I did, and I got four of them out, and they made enough for like a third of a lip balm. Thank you, sissy. <laughs> no, no. That, wow. That is uh... a... That's where people unsubscribe. Like that was the new when we were discussing lip balm hacks. Well, you made you made me sound cheap because I didn't want to throw away lip balm that was that was almost gone. You are cheap. <laughs> I oh. no, I don't <laughs> want to throw it away. Well, I'm proud for you. I paid three whole dollars for that lip balm. Oh God, um, you got to get ramrodded quick before our next episodes. Um, Thank you, sissy, for that hack, y'all. This is not. I had some sad news. Um, it's the finale of Milf, Mal- Milf Manor this week, and it's going to be our last Milf Manor minute during Extreme Sisters. But don't you worry. I only watched the first 15 minutes where, before I screamed at the TV, and I had to turn it off just to let myself sit with it, and I'm going to go back to it. So believe you and me, Poodle's going to enjoy it. Someone I've been I've been being DM'd about this. Um and someone said, I know you don't watch this. You may want to watch the finale. Uh just they're like, I know, take one for the team and because I need to hear your reaction. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe if you tell me like something to watch, I don't want to watch the whole thing. <laughs> it's disgusting. Yeah, it's pretty. There's some moments. There's some moments. I, I just it's it's too it's just I, y'all. You know me. I I like dark things. I find that show unapologetically dark, and and it's just not for me. Um, I want you to think about what we just watched with Nicole and Mahmoud. No, it's dark in a different way. It's dark in a that is dark in a in a way of human behavior and it's it's orchestrated human behavior this is strength this is sadly real human behavior it is real um uh any some other announcements just want to remind people you're going to see season two of love is blind on the free feed it's not on the patreon or supercast again of reality gaze plus because y'all we already put it there like a year and a half ago so that's so don't ask us where it is (laughs) it's on the free feed for you already had access to it so and you can still have access to it if you want to listen to that commercial free um seeking brother husband's coming out that's Um, that's our patreon yeah mm, that's coming out no that's reality gaze plus remember supercast too yes so um, oh yes i'm sorry you're right Seeking Brother Husband, um, You, Me, and My Ex. Yes. Um, the Cringe Tear is going to be lit. And that, as well as Classless Season 6. I think, is this the week of Cheeto Fingers? 
Yes, this upcoming week is Cheeto Fingers. Where we see Kalani just yelling at a Swaylu with Cheeto Fingers, and it's the funniest thing Jake and I saw in a long time. It's great, y'all. Where were you when? Oh, God. Um, also, season three of Love in Paradise, April 14th. Yes, and that is so airing on TLC. So, yeah. A- April April is the cruelest month, as T.S. Eliot wrote. my mistress face. Again, I make a I make a T.S. Eliot <laughs> comment. You bring back a madrigal. April so, is in my mistress face. I assume that was in high school. Um, for madrigal singers, maybe yeah. When everything yeah. was frozen in amber for you, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then nothing else penetrated. <laughs> is it about coming in someone's face? Because you're saying April's in my mistress's face. Is it just jizzing on her? Is it about a book? Is it about a butt cake in medieval times? Why would times? April be in the mistress's face? I don't know. All those madrigals were all about sex. I think that's a reach. <laughs> uh, anyway, I think that's all the announcements we have. Uh, stay tuned for part two. We will be doing uh, a Pools bro- Off-Broadway Corner. I need to do one teaser for that, though. Big news. Huge. Smash, the most, the, the network show about creating a musical that really had no no legs in reality, um, but we loved it and we watched it regardless, is finally coming to Broadway. If Megan Hilty and or Catherine McPhee are in that musical, we're fucking going to New York and seeing it. I, if Megan Hilty is not available, I am available to play the role. Um, and I, I can play Catherine. I am, however, offer only. So I will not audition. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's true. I'm to a stat, I'm to a place in my career where yeah. that's just okay. kind of ludicrous. So contact me producers, contract me, Steven Spielberg. I believe you're, you're the producer of note on that. Yeah, Steve, I'm sure you know? he'll just call you right yeah. up, right up. Call my people. What's her you name know? is directing it. Uh, Susan the one, Stroman. Stro. Yeah, the one, the one that's, friends. the one that hangs out with Anna Garten. That's yeah. how I know her. She, she and I know each other. Go way back. Way back. Stro, is it? Sue. I cut up. Sue, no, I just screamed Susie at her in Schubert Alley. <laughs> yeah. Stro. <laughs> wow. I, I saw I, that, that choreography you did for me and my gal. Garbage. <laughs> <laughs> remember when you did, remember the non-equity music, man? That was your fault. Golly, okay, you really do. You can't stay in New York long because you just get so pretentious. I come back like so an awful uppity. New York gay. Uh, you're so uppity when you get there. We got to get L.A. to beat you back in submission. I, know, I, need, I need to get stupid again. <laughs> True. Your IQ does drop 10 points when you get in L.A. Although the New York gays are just as dumb. They, they just, just think they, they're they smarter. Ju- they just think they're smarter. <laughs> That's true. They just think they do. Oh, uh, they're so, we're all stupid. Or like Leon says in his podcast, everyone is terrible. All right. That's the truth. That's the truth. I think we're ready to move on. Shocker. And we're going to start. Nicole and Mahmoud. With Nicole and Mahmoud. Um... She's on the run, and they do one of our favorite five hours earlier. Um, and I do like it when they do these. They're like fighting, yeah. So we see five hours earlier, and because at the beginning you're like, oh, nothing's changed. They're fighting, and then we cut to she's just getting ready, finishing breakfast. Hi, honey. 
Hi, honey. Love what you. What you doing? Love you. Love you. Love Hi, you. Honey. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. God. But I'm saying that this is why I feel like, and I know you were saying you don't think this anymore. It feels like to me he doesn't know what to say on screen. And that could, or on camera, and it could just be he's uncomfortable. I, I do agree with that. You didn't um, say that earlier. I do agree that he uh, feels inhibited by the cameras. But I do feel like she's doing the same thing. It doesn't feel sometimes... Do I believe these things happened? Yes. Does it feel like we are recreating and the same image, the same... the reason, And the same emotions are coming out? Yes. The reason why I say that is everything feels extra set up. Like she'll say... Hi, honey. And everything, when they come, when they enter a room again, it's like, hey, what's going on? Do Have you heard about this? It's very hot today. Um, so it's got that feel of it. But I think that's their, I think that's their, their, their relationship is because they can't talk about anything of value, of seriousness. Possibly. Of, so it's always just in this like, shallowness until it's not it's either it's really shallow or it, or it touches on both the core of their humanity right. of who they are and it's so fraught with that tension but so they can't even you know when mother poodle's mad at father poodle well she'll just tell him but they yeah. are, they they have an emotion <laughs> our parent yeah. why are your shoes still on <laughs> why would you say that because he'll go in the house and keep his shoes on. <laughs> he'll just forget to take them off. Take your shoes off. Tracking dirt in my house. <sighs> Y'all, you, you know how I feel about when people don't take their shoes off when they go in the house? It's, um, it's, uh, it's this, but because a lot of couples have some type of emotional, we talk about emotional currency. Yeah. They don't have that with one another at all. Yeah. I, so they don't I, trust each other to go there. I, I see what you're saying. It just feels, to me, it feels very TV ready. Like, okay, here's what we're going to talk about in this thing. And it doesn't feel like, even with Chris and Jamie, I feel like we're getting a, a, a documentary idea of their relationship. And mm -hmm. with this, and you, you're chalking it up to them just not being being very shallow with one another. And I'm saying, and I, I, I don't know if all this is being recreated. It does feel like she is extremely aware of the cameras at all times. To the point where Michelle from Bloody Day, and Michelle sent me a message that says, it's almost like Nicole is trying out for the role of Harper in Angels in America consistently. <laughs> That's funny. And I think that, she's that way. I, I agree with you, but I think she's that way in life, period. Okay. And I think because I know a couple of people like this, they're so inhibited, that are so not confident, that are so, because we've talked about, she's so not comfortable in her skin that she has to have clothes be her identity. Yeah. I, I also want to say, I think she came on this show to indict him in front of the world. I do as, I didn't see that for sure. As someone to show to show what he is doing and trying to get that to to almost get people to believe her. Um that this was how it was. I know that sounds really, really cynical, but 
everything, even, even in good moments, she's always waiting for him to say something. And a see, lot you of- see it, you see it as that I see it at she's, I see her that she is terrified. He is going to say another judgmental thing about her yeah. and deflate her confidence. So I think she is, I see a waiting, but a, the anxiety and like, the just fear of what is he going to say next that's going to undo a relationship and make me feel bad. I guess, I guess I'm trying to think of why, what, so why do you think she went back? I agree with you. I think that she okay. probably, I, I, I agree with parts of it. I think she did probably, I think she did want people to see what mm-hmm. was happening, but I think she probably thought too that, that the cameras would, I do think she has this belief that because I, we see her keep doing this. Mahmoud doesn't change anything. Mahmoud hasn't compromised at all. And Nicole keeps thinking I, that he's going to change. Well, he does compromise I, very little. I disagree with you. He and does, I, I, I think a little for, bit. for him, he has compromised a hell of a lot. Um, but that's what I'm thinking. He thinks that he's compromised so much she thinks she's compromised the world because their values don't align. Because their values don't that, align. And that's, that's, yeah. that's the point. She's never going to be able to see. And this is, this is what I can say. And this is why I want them to be shot, shot, shot into the ocean on a big catapult. <laughs> because it's going to be on the same, just like spring letter. Rick, pow. Ow. And they just like both go into a volcano. And I go, yay. <laughs> I kind of, there's something wrong with me. I kind of enjoy watching them now. I hate it. I absolutely hate watching these segments. Um, I think it, because of the delusion of people and what yeah. people will put themselves through. Um, this is truly what people in AA talk about. What's the definition of insanity? This is it. Mm-hmm. I agree this with you. Is it. And so I kind of, I kind of can't stop watching. I'm trying to think not, you can't count hay <laughs> because that is that, that really is monotony sometimes, but it's been a while. Um, since I've actively hated, you know where it was? Jabri and Miona. I actively hated watching them because that I knew was fake. That's a different that, thing. That was fake, yeah. This I, I feel like is a feedback loop that they're dramatizing and I can't get up enough emotional feelings one way or the other. I think too, to, maybe because of MILF Manor and because of other shows, I enjoy watching mental illness and I think there's some <laughs> mental illness in here. Um, I can't uh, disagree with you there. So um, I, I enjoy it. Um, they kind of start, she, because they did the same pattern what I always have. Nicole said, we agreed to stop talking about our problems for now. We're going to have a better and day. just be, and not, not, not to go about anything. <laughs> And Mahmoud is like, he's like, do you want me to teach you how to pray? He said, I'm going to try to be softer. And he he says, I love you like 10 times. And almost robotically. Like that's what it it turns out. Yeah. And Nick and Nicole, Nicole is like, it will be like, he'll try to say something nice and either, I don't know what Nicole's past or him, but like she can't ever let things be happy. I have to say she always has to put in yep. like a passive aggressive. Div- well, I'm struggling right now. I think I need to learn it. it pro- you know, if you would have helped me earlier, I probably would be better at this. And it's kind of like, give him yeah. a little bit of a break. He is trying to do so. He says, he says, I'm trying to be more love and I'm trying to be happier. So I, I, 
we, I might've said this before. I do think a lot of Mahmoud's frustration comes from no matter who you're with, if you're, or no matter who Nicole is with America, where Egypt, fucking Turkey, like England, wherever she finds someone to be with, you have to constantly validate her 24 seven. It is a full-time job. And that is, I don't think anything Mahmoud expected. Although again, both of them have been married before and lived in Egypt. So again, I don't know why they're both acting like this is all new behaviors. I, I, that's why I keep screaming into this void of we all knew this. This was the thing which I didn't get. Are you telling me – this is why I, I think for the recreations. Are you telling me she's never heard him pray when he prays five times a day? Are you telling me – he doesn't. She doesn't know all this already, and yeah, she doesn't I can see know that. the eccentricities of this and the specifics of a of a Muslim prayer. I just don't think it's a. We said this before the show, but I don't think it's a recreation because of him. I don't think he's that good of an actor. No, I I totally agree with you, but I feel but like that is weird that she'd never heard him pray before. I mean, that's like y'all. I've lived with Poodle. We were roommates. We shared a wall. I've heard. That's like me saying, I've never heard Poodle get banged. Yeah. And it was always towards Mecca. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) You're going to get letters on that one. (laughs) Yeah, that's... (laughs) Please don't put a fuck wow on me. Please. (laughs) But you're right. That is... Mm -hmm. That does feel a bit of fraudacity. Like, you've never heard him pray before with his beautiful voice. This is the first time. And, and, And it was kind of... It kind of, when he was doing it, I was like, that's so lovely that you're sharing that moment. But I had a moment where I went, oh, wait. She's had to have seen this. She's ha- if she's converted, she's had to know what these phrases mean. Uh, it, what, but yeah, I don't know. Because she said she just converted before she really knew, before she did. Yeah. It is clear Nicole does not Google. Maybe this is a recreation, though, but I don't feel like it seems like they've actually prayed together before. Because even he says, I need to teach you how to pray. Like, I need to take responsibility. Right. I haven't done that. So maybe that's what it was. But I agree with you. She should have heard him pray, but they're doing this in the moment. And they're both like, this is beautiful. This reminds me how much, how much I appreciate you. And he was like, I wish I was softer with you, but it's like, they can't even kid with each other. Cause she kids. I forgot what she kidded him about. She's mean. Um, Like the first thing she said, like you, you mentioned him being passive aggressive. She's like, Oh, let's go swimming. She's like, I'm going to wear my bikini. Right. And it's the thing about it is that would be a very American thing. And he's like, no, you can't do that. It's like, why do you, why do you say things like that? Like it, it's very immodest to talk like that for him. So it mm-hmm. doesn't feel, doesn't feel good. So for, for her, him. like, again, that's a cult. She thinks that I think she wasn't trying to be mean. I think she thought that was like a joke and kidding yeah. around. You can't do that with someone that you basically, uh, live. You both live in some type of fear that you're both going to destroy one another at any moment. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's true. His his rules hey, about his rules about religion are much more high stakes than hers. Yeah. <laughs> um. So it goes back to value issues, and uh, and at one point, y'all, I just said that this swimsuit, the burkini, looks like p- the things that people wear for green screen. <laughs> they did. And it covers up everything. 
I've seen, if you've ever been to, uh, it's, it's owned by it's a Saudi billionaire now, but sometimes you will see, um, you, you, have you ever been to, to Beverly Wilshire when at the pool, when people were swimming and that was one you'll see those sometimes. Uh, I've seen one. I've never seen one. No, no, no. But a lot of, you'll see some Saudi women there. Mm. Very, very, very wealthy Saudi women. <laughs> yeah. Again, you fucked the wrong people and didn't pull through. <laughs> Y'all, you can stay at the Beverly Wilshire all day. You can just tell them you're a guest. You can have one night. You can just spend the rest of the day there. Help, that's a travel hack. If you (laughs) fucked someone in the Beverly Wilshire and you didn't end up marrying them, you failed. Um, What if they were already married? I don't know. I just figured when I went through his wallet, I saw too many pictures of a wife and children. So that's how I knew that that'll do it. (laughs) Um, And so he says, you know, if you don't wear that, you can't swim. And I will say this is the part that I thought was weird on his part. Either we missed something or she said, and I think she wasn't asking this in a tone that was being confrontational. She just said, do I have to wear something under it? And this is what made me turn on him a little bit. His face, when he looked at her, it was like scary. He got so angry yeah. and then he just walked out. This is the gaslighting he does to her. He then walks out of the room yeah. and then she's, ch- this is their pattern. She chases after him. Are you okay? Are you okay? Just say something. No, no, babe. No, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah, I, it's just I building, building and building. My interpretation of that moment was him saying, there was another thing about the headscarf. I just can't do this again. But and maybe he misunderstood what she said because she wasn't possibly. talking about that. She just said, do possibly. I wear something under it? And Well, this, she, because you are supposed to wear the hijab underneath it. Yes, but she, she I think she was asked, but maybe she was being, maybe they've had this conversation before too. We've never seen that. And he knows right. what that question means. But she didn't, it seemed also, like a genuine question on her part. I also thought it may have embarrassed him in a way. Because that's what it felt like to me. Pos- like that he didn't want to talk about things like this. Well, because, uh, yeah, we- it's all about shame. That A lot of the cultural beliefs that they have yep. are based on shame. He's yep. swimming, in a, swimming in a fucking shame sea. Um, but it, she was like, it looks like you're kind of mad. And he's like, no, no, no. But you see, though, why I think, though, where you talked about she's waiting for a moment to like out. This is where I, I see on the other side, she's just waiting for... At any moment, is he going to blow up at her? Because that's his MO, is that he pushes everything down and then it blows up. I agree. And in a weird way, she needs that in this relationship. Oh. Because it's normal. That's totally normal and, for her, but this, but, but that is yeah. like... And that's what she's, that's what she's hoping for. It, um, it can be two things, where she it, is being terrible to him, but also right. she probably has a... Maybe has lived with a cycle of... Kind oh. of like emotional abuse or whatever that is. And I totally that's kind of what you. she's recreating. Um, do you agree with what she said? Because I don't. She says, he resents me for being American. And then starts to cry. No, that's not it. The kink is that you're American. What, what he resents from you is the constant ha- trying to get him to change his values. Um, I, I, I think for her, though that feels that she, her values feel like that American. So 
I agree with you. I don't, I agree with you. The kink is that she's American and blind and all that, but he did, he does think on both, like I've said, we've come at her and said like, she already known. Why does she go to Egypt again? And at the same time, like, because they both never talk about anything, I think she assumed that things were going to be better. And I now realize he just probably assumed because she already has been here once. Then when she came back, she was going to be like, okay, I'm used to this now and I'll do right. everything you say. Yeah. They both are just so on two different fucking planets. Yeah. That's why I want to vaporize both of them. <laughs> so I never have to see them again. I think, that's, I think that's what's riveting to me about this is the stubbornness of two people to um, completely, uh, to completely, to say that just by, just by their desire to fuck each other, because that's what all this is about. Just by their desire to fuck is what keeps them together. See, I think for her, I, I still think for her, it's about finding something that was so out from her normal raising. And that when you go for something that's 180 degrees different, that's the thing you want. And I, like you said, you want to watch it. I want to be like, I want to be like Thanos and look for all the infinity stones so I can snap my fingers and they can go away. <laughs> but you know what? In watching this with him too, I, in a way, I kind of think he, I kind of think they're more of the same person than not. I think, why doesn't he, if he is so, why did he take her back? If he is so but, set no, no, on no. having an Egyptian wife. I disagree with I, you there. I'll keep why, going. But why did yeah. he, well then why did he take her back? I'll why tell did he you say, why. Let's continue because this? he doesn't want a failure and divorce is already a big sin. And I know that that is a big sin, but to me, I think, I think they both. I think they both want something. Again, if he didn't want something that was not out there as well, he would have married an Egyptian woman. True, but he wants the perfect Muslim wife. He wants all that. He does not. He would rather not have the drama. He would much rather have her say, yes, sir, and do it. Yeah, he wants that, but he also wants someone different than anybody else has. Yeah, I, I can that see too. that. I just, I see her as the drama seeker. Um, in the relationship. I don't see it from him. Mm -hmm. I think he would be completely happy to say, yes, my love, and be fine. And they, they would talk about nothing. They would no, live I, separate lives. Because I don't think he wants to talk about anything with any wife that he has. Yeah, exactly. That's what yeah. I'm saying. He doesn't, he, he doesn't understand. Even when she, like later on, he's like, an Egyptian woman would, would never speak to me like that. He doesn't want this. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh, anyway, y'all, they go to the pool, and and he's saying, you look so cute in this, blah, 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 thank you. Um, it does always feel gross to me when he he really, really tries to compliment her when she does very traditional things, because he, he, like, he knows she doesn't like it. He knows, it, but that's the deal. That, that thank you for saying that because I think the way he says it, it seems like he's just trying to be sweet. It honestly feels like the vibe I got from him this time was like, Ugh, it feels like he and it is grooming her. And it I don't just, think you can go that far, but it, uh, it but it, it it triggered me in that way watching yeah. it. Yeah, I don't think it is that, but it but in times it kind of felt like that. I don't think he has that intention because again, no, no, no. it's just a different. I think it could be the, the culture that his family is in, especially the type of how strong their their beliefs are about what you should wear. Because, like in parts of Cairo, you know, there are women who aren't wearing head head coverings. 
you know, so, yeah. but his family specifically is specifically. extremely traditional. I agree and, with you. I don't think it's, but I just have to, but I, regardless, I can't change that. I am an American watching it. And as an American watching, I go, oh, it's hard and to watch. That's all, And it's okay, but it needs context. It, yeah, we, yeah, need, yeah. we always have to have context. It's the same people who say, oh, I don't, you know, it's, it's so horrible. Women shouldn't be treated like that. Okay. That is, that's your perspective. But mm -hmm. it is also that a, a, a Muslim man thinks that is the greatest thing for a woman to be like that for his yeah. experience. So that's their experience. You have your experience. Can't mm -hmm. put a judgment on someone else's. Mm -hmm. As long as it's as long as no one's being hurt, you know, physically, <laughs> emotionally, who knows? But yeah. you know. Um, so anyway, then they start talking about their. Uh, this is interesting. Um, she said, he says, you're stronger than me. You left your country, changed everything about your clothes, changed your mind about things. And I, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to suppose you thought this was even more sinister. I think he was being honest here. I think he was saying, I couldn't do what you did. No, I think he was being honest okay. here when he was telling her this. Okay. Yeah. I think he was just trying, but I, I, I think he was being honest, but he also is just trying to be, uh, it's, you can see why she doesn't, I guess now that we've seen him enough, I don't trust when he's nice. I, and that's how Nicole feels when she's nice or when he's nice to her, she probably feels like, oh, he's being nice to me because he's going to be nice to me. When's he going to ask me to do something? When is well, he going to comment on something? Cause I think that's that a she, pattern. The thing that she says right after that. After he says, well, you're going to change your mind about things. Yeah, so, that's what I'm saying. She doesn't – I feel like it seems like she's being like confrontational and bitchy. What I see is that she – I just saw her more – I don't get me wrong. I still think she's an idiot for coming back and doing this and trying to end the kink and all that. But I do, I do see that like she is so like – well, she said, I think she said the word, I feel beat down. Yeah. And that's not his fault because of who he is. It's more of her, it's not her fault, but she. it's because she has a complete just ineptitude when it comes to the yeah. culture and refusal to accept it. I'm going to say this, and this is probably the, the worst thing I can say about her. I think all of this is attention-seeking. I think it is all about being the pretty blonde woman in Egypt. I think it's all about being... Uh, this and not looking like anybody else and all and loving the attention it gives. Her. I do. I 100% and, and I think that's her head. I feel gross about saying that, but it feels that way to me since the first episode that she mm -hmm. loves this, this kind of like extreme drama that she's getting. And, uh, but that's when I talk about compromise and, and he says, I've moved a lot. And she's like, she disagrees. So we're at an impasse now where neither one of them can say, no, I've compromised more. I've compromised more. And I said, it's the same fucking fight over and over again. Which again, um, it goes back to, she's compromised. She thinks she's compromising what she wants to wear. He feels like he's compromising on a religious value that would yep. make him less close to God. Yep. She doesn't get that. That's <laughs> that's a different and type of like <laughs> compromise. How do you and that's the thing. How that that is that is that is a too wide of 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 to, a bridge to cross. You're never gonna make it. That's why it's like, you know, just 
do a Barbara Eden and go dooku, dooku, and send them to some dimension. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's the only way to, to make me happy. Um, so there's reality the next- gaze where you're going to get your Barbara Eden <laughs> reference. Everyone, <laughs> everyone under 30, you're going to have That's, to I Google that one. They still don't even know what that is. And don't even right. know what that is. So the next thing y'all, they're playing in the water. They're kind of having a good, a good time. She's basically telling him to take off his shirt. Um, no, she's and, telling him to leave his shirt on. Oh, okay. Then he said, I can't. I've got to take it off because it's cotton. Oh, right. I guess it can't mix or something. I don't know. I think cotton shrinks. So, <laughs> no, but it was like a it was like a religious thing. He can't do it. And it, you do see Re- that wait she... Say that again? He it's said... Really- she she said you uh, you should leave your shirt on and he said no I can't because it's cotton we're not supposed to do that and she said oh he says that yeah okay. and she says um, oh you're not supposed to do and kind of like rolls her eyes and I was like okay it, it is and so that's cotton you, you can't get in water I don't know the rules but he did act like it was it was something that he actually cannot do. I just thought it was the, the rule of the pool or something no, like that. I, whatever rule it was, he acted as if it was like a rule of the of religion or whatever. I want someone she, to weigh in on that. I don't know. She kind of rolled her. She rolled her eyes at it and kind of made fun of it. And again, I'm like, girl, I, like it's not personal. It feels personal, but it's what not. I thought was that was she was saying you should have to cover up like I did. That's what I thought it was. No, that's what she was trying to say. And he was saying he can't because of some type of rule. He can't wear the shirt in the water. That seems so strange. I, I maybe. I'm just reporting I what I saw. I'm not making anything up. I'm literally just reporting yeah. what, uh, what she said. Okay. I, so she said, okay, I'll have to go back. I, I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems so strange. So they are. Mid fight, the cameras then catch us. So we're back where we were, where she's yeah. running through the streets. Yes. And she's chasing her. And she's saying, he, he gave me a passive aggressive comment. Um, and he said, she snapped. She said, when the, cameras, when the cameras are off, she was talking, she went up to him and she said, Are you okay? And he said, Like you care anyway. And I can, I can understand how he feels that way. I think she feels. It's interesting how they both feel in a way very similar, how they both so, feel like the other person doesn't care about them. What, what would have made a seemingly nice moment? So my question is, why were the cameras not rolling this whole afternoon? And what could have precipitated that for him to change on a dime? I, who knows? We didn't see it. It's like, well, we get pissed about when they show us something that we never then, see. Then I don't feel like it's even worth talking about, to be honest. <laughs> I, well, but I, we have to because it becomes this big thing. So maybe they'll bring it up more in the tell-all. Yeah. I if just, he goes, I, I can I see him find, not going. I find filming the after effects of something we don't know the impetus. I know. We hate to it. be ridiculous. And... uh so, because like otherwise, how do we know? How do we know it actually I happened? Know. And it's not actors cast who was playing into this. I know. Um, that's all. Anyway, she said he basically says, "If you don't come to the Uber after five minutes, I'm going to divorce you. I'm going to." And this, this to me, for him, was all about being perceived in public as a man whose wife doesn't obey him, and he was horrified. 
he was horrified. And at the same time, I don't feel sorry for him though, because I don't either. When she, he's already been with her once. And when he said, when he said an Egyptian wife would never do this to me. And I right. had no, I was like, she's not Egyptian. You fucking idiot. You did marry an American. So like, well, I know you don't like that, but like, this isn't, you're not, you, you have an American wife. Yes. She's telling you she, and she clearly doesn't understand shit, but it was, I don't feel sorry for, the, for either of them. No, um, I just, God, it makes me really angry when this happens because I can't, I can't speak to what happened. I can't speak to anyway. They kind of both, both like have a different tone of voice where he's like, you know, do you want a divorce? And she said, I don't want to be anywhere near, near you. And she said, don't control me. That's what he says. Very pointedly. He's like, I'll wait five minutes. And then if you're not there, we're getting divorced. And she was like, I don't give a fuck. And so it's, it kind of finally seemed like both of them, uh, both of them were just all gloves are off and both just talking to each, talking to each other like yeah. they're pieces of shit. I, I don't know how you come back from communication like this. Yeah. You don't. I, I, I don't know why I, I just, I can't see it. I can't see even, even, even with someone you had problems with. Like, especially in front of a camera when you know you're going to see it later. It's, it's weird when she says she's trying to make him a monster saying he tells me what to do and I let him and I want to say, okay, but again, I'll just go back. You, you, I just don't, did you take a cultural class? Like, did you take like, no, 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 it doesn't matter. She's a perfect actress. This yeah. is all, this is all acting in her life. Well, I and think she's all, life is always I, a play for her. I, and I would say again, I really do believe she came back to indict his behavior in front of the world. Um, and it was, it was a dedicated move for that. Um, I don't think she wants to be with him. Yeah, I think, and that's, that is cynical and I'm aware. I, I think she did. I think she did. I think you're right about that, but I think she... Meant to like, I think she thought more being on this show will change him. Yeah, I I think I can, that I can see, I can see that in her brain working, but I don't see. I, it's like when we did a live show. I thought, oh, this is good. I'm gonna have Jake do a live show, and then he won't show his nuts or his nipple to the audience like he does on the Intimate Portrait. I was wrong. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 to, I told you I was a snake. Like I the, thought you like would behave. snake faring across the, the turtle across the way. I, you knew I was a snake. I thought <laughs> he would behave differently, and he did not. And then I bite you. <laughs> and then um, you see my nipple. We, we should take a break, and then we'll move I on should to get some, Jamie. I should get some Pepto-Bismol. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. And find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Have hope, have hope. Keep going, queens. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but 
that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. I don't know about y'all. I can't get enough of this Gwyneth Paltrow suit, lawsuit uh, talk, and, and her in that sweater and glasses. <laughs> Tell me you've heard of it. You probably haven't. No, the, the ski accident yeah. thing? Yeah, I did um, see that. A friend of mine just sent me, Jenny Johnson High Five, who's fantastic on uh, Instagram. It said, Gwyneth Paltrow looks like she's on trial in 1987 for hiring a hitman to kill her husband. <laughs> Good for her. What, what, what are you saying? No, go, go, if you're going to go to court, go in with, go in with a, like a dated style. Good for her. I don't like Gwyneth Paltrow, uh, but I don't dislike I was going to no say good for her, her and Gwyneth Paltrow does not belong on this show. So you need to take that out of your mouth. <laughs> you brought her up. But I'm saying you can't say anything positive. <laughs> That's not allowed on this show. Like, it does seem like the that I was reading does seem like the guy's trying to take her money. That's, it seems like he's, listen, I think he was up here. Where what you're reading something different than the rest of the world is reading? Uh, are you reading the Babylon Bee? <laughs> no, I read it like a, there an article like on NBC or the Apple News or whatever. But it what, the thing is, she wouldn't. The fact that she's in court and she would not settle. She's got plenty oh. of money with Goop. That's what's ridiculous. Oh, plenty. I, then I, do you think she did? I have to believe that if she, that makes me think if she didn't settle, then she, it wasn't her fault because if she knew it was somewhat her fault, wouldn't she settle? Absolutely not. Not for some people. Even if it was her fault, uh, if, even if, if it wasn't her fault, even if, even if it wasn't her fault, she could settle. It's weird too that he originally wanted like one million or two million dollars, and now he just wants like. Do I think the guy? Do like I that. think the guy is probably fudging something? But there was a thing where the camera came up, and they're like, and she was just like trying to cover her face. Oh, y'all, oh, Lord, this. But I was going to say, you're fine, Gwyneth. I, Go make your moon water and do the, a ritual. You're fine. The fact that that she wouldn't settle, um, to me means. It's more important for her to be right. And I think she just wants her trial. I think she wants to. And her kids are going to have to testify. It's like, it's ridiculous at this point. We all, we all know I'm no fan. <laughs> so you're telling me if you become somewhat famous and someone does something to you that they are going on record in a public arena saying you did something and you didn't actually, and you believe in your heart that you didn't do or can do anything wrong at all. You wouldn't take them to trial. Um, no, I would totally take them to trial. Um, and I would probably dress better than she did. But um, well, that's true. But I, I was gonna say because the mother poodle and you and the Mar and me, I would if I didn't think I did it, I'd fight that shit. But I wouldn't act like. Oh, woe is me. This is so daunting. Come on. It's a week-long trial. Oprah fucking moved her show to Amarillo. Also, the, the fact, though, I think I'm looking at this as a practical matter. Just fucking settle. 
you have so much money with fucking goop and the money that you've made as a, as an actor. It's like, did the man probably have problems? He's got medical. He's got medical records. Um, and the and yeah. the fact that they left right after. <laughs> did you hear that? They, the guy was like laying there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh-huh. I did. Read so that. I guess I'm wondering why was she fine if she was the one? If if she like she said he ran into her, why was she fine? Uh-huh. Instead of her, because uh, I was, I was curious. I read about four different accounts, and it started I don't to get know enough about ski. And it stuff. started to get specious as soon as uh, she was saying, "No, he he ran into me." Um, anyway, I I'm not here to say who's right. I'm just here to say that Gwyneth Paltrow is horrible, <laughs> and nothing good can set a beep out of her, her on this podcast ever. That is one of the rules of reality, gays, and it shall never be violated. I mean, I <laughs> no, liked her duet no, with no, Huey Lewis. No, no. I like that song. No. I enjoyed Country Strong. She's an insufferable person, and she'll be treated as such forever. You would, li- you would like that movie. She dies at the end. That does sound great. That was the best part of Seven. <laughs> when her head was in a box. Spoiler alert. There you go. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Um, I don't think Gwyneth listens. Chris and Jamie. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. I want some Bunello. Bunello. Uh, that look good. Like, there are little, little, there, you can find some in Los Angeles. <laughs> I want someone to bring it to me when I'm in bed. Hey, my little sick. I don't want to go look for it. I want to be called, hey, my little sick. <laughs> I don't want to know why. Well, I, it's, um, it's a translation, but I just enjoyed, uh, we would say, hey, my little sick one or sickly. Or something like that, but she just... This is some role play for you, and I don't want to <laughs> entertain this right now. Um, I feel weird. This is... She's feeling better, thankfully. She was like, yesterday you saw me at my worst. Yeah. I, ma- I doubt that's been your worst, Chris. <laughs> and apparently they're going to try to do court without her. Thank for the God. We, I, I, that, I think that was some misdirection on their story. Could it be? Could it be? That this is all going to be okay? No. <laughs> I know. I think Chris is a self. Again, I think Chris is the one that's going to self-sabotage it. But in the next breath, she says, and nothing is going to stop us from going glamping. <laughs> and I went, what? That was a switch. So, she's, and I forget, she's only been there five days. It's yes, only she said, been five it's days. It's my fifth day here. And I went, what? It feels like three weeks. And it's also the anniversary of their first either online date. And um, and at one point, y'all, she's wearing a neck brace because it's good for her. And I was, and all of a sudden, it looks like small claims court. <laughs> well, you're thinking of that because of that episode of the Brady Bunch. <laughs> it happens. Where the guy goes it in. It happens the thing, yeah. every, and I will say, I will never not laugh at a neck brace. It is instant comedy. <laughs> I put one in the show. That I that I'm writing. <laughs> it looks. I mean, people need it, but it looks ridiculous. They look really uncomfortable to me. It does. I just anytime someone's in a neck brace, I have a. It's it's probably not, it's probably unfeeling in me, but it looks really funny, and I want to laugh. I just feel like it has to be hot all the time. It would be very it's hot. Like wearing a scarf. They they go glamping, y'all, and this is gorgeous. Um, there and Chris has put. Balloons and rose petals everywhere, which I did not like. Um, 
I'm glad Mr. Rose Petal is uh, making money off of it. One of the big sponsors of hey, Night Day Fiance. Mr. Rose. Mr. Rose. Um, she, she, so she's going to propose uh, to Jamie. And I always love the Spanish uh, version of this because they're like, you propose me. Which would be the way, and it's a lot of people. A lot of people who, who speak different languages, and when they translate to English, like, she proposed me, and it's just that's the that is in especially Latinate language. That is how that verb works, and we would we would we go what? It always sounds strange to us. You just stare at me. <laughs> I'm just, just like you. I think it. that's interesting. <laughs> Isn't it great to be gaslit daily on your podcast? Oh, please. You just, I'll say something really important that I think, oh, Jake's going to respond. And you'll go, mm, yeah. Because <laughs> you're thinking about your grocery list. Don't even play. Poppers. Bagels. Poppers. More poppers. <laughs> um, so. Douche. We are, uh, we're basically, she's going to propose to her for real this time because it was over the phone last time. Yeah. Uh, and she's nervous. The ring is pretty. And she's nervous. She won't say yes. I'm like, she's gonna say yes. It's fine. Um, because with all of her stuff, it is. A, this is one of the better proposals on 90 Day Fiance. I have to say, the place is pretty. Yeah. Yes, she has rose petals, but it's a pretty ring. And Jamie walks in, and she like gets down on one knee. It kind of, she, but she didn't really say anything romantic. She just got down on the knee and said, "Will you marry me?" It kind of looks like she didn't say "Will you." It just said "Marry me," and it kind of looked in a different light. It looked like "Murder me." <laughs> <sighs> Not that hard, honey. You got a lot of health problems already. <sighs> it's true. murder me. Be very. <laughs> Be very easy for Chris to have an accident. I know, boy, it's per it's a perfect kind of situation for me. You go glamping and like I know there are mountains and like sometimes her balance isn't all it should have been. Just take a tumble down a hill. Just make sure your life insurance is all up to date. Rip that neck brace off and give a push. Uh, now, here's the deal that I wanted to bring up. We both originally I don't know if you remember, because it feels like it's only been eight episodes, but it feels like in a good way, it feels like three months ago because so much has happened. We said we felt like Jamie was probably taking Chris for a ride. We did. I completely think we were wrong. I think we were wrong because I see her reaction to this and I go, oh, she loves her, I think. Well, it was the direction they set Jamie up into that Chris was paying for everything. Um, uh -huh. And I think they, I think she loves Chris. I think this is, this is a real love connection. Too. Yep. I think Chris loves her. I just don't think Chris loves herself. Boy, that's the truth. Um, Y'all, basically, the next thing is... Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. You This is a puppy. You train your dog. Uh, can't stand it when dogs beg when you're eating food. I can't stand it. You train your dog. You bring the dog bed. You train that damn puppy to go sit in their bed instead of bugging you. I, Practically, this dog stole the scene the entire time. I will say the crew oh. should have removed the dog from the shot. because I think they all... did. Did you hear the dog barking? <laughs> it was barking at some points because it was trying to get some food. I think there's no maybe, dog training to this dog. Maybe getting an apartment, a dog and a girlfriend at the same time or a fiance at the same time may not be the best thing for these two women. 
I will not own a dog that begs for food. I will not. What, what does Muffin do when mother and father poodle eat? Uh, she's under the table. <laughs> but she's a member of the family. However, she does not get food. Sometimes my father sneaks it and my mother yells at him. What she does get is my father sometimes will eat cornbread after dinner as like a dessert. And sometimes we'll put milk in it. And then it's a very Southern thing to eat cornbread and milk. Um, not buttermilk. He's grossed out by that. But that that was what a lot of Southern people did, cornbread and buttermilk. Um, so sometimes Muffin gets the last bit. So she sticks her head in the glass and she uses her tongue to get the rest of it out. And then my mother has to clean off Muffin's mouth. And then I go, well, I've been replaced. <laughs> no one ever cleaned my mouth. Yeah, I don't know why. Some people do. My mom does that. She would like put her plate down and let the dog finish her food. And I'm like, I, yeah, just get up and scrape it in their bowl. I don't want I, a dog. I do plate. believe that people food is for people and pet food is for pet. For I do pets. that too, but I just don't want to. I know a lot of people because don't. like a dog. Yeah. I mean, a dog also not a licks dog their asshole. Yeah. I'm also not wait. a dog owner. Uh, wait, we lick assholes. Yeah. So, well, I just disproved my point. <laughs> and I don't even know their names sometimes. At least the dog knows its name. It's true. Wait, we're sluttier than a dog? Yes. Uh, so, they're eating all kinds of meat, y'all. And, of course, Chris is a really picky eater. I think I could have called that. And yeah. uh, Jamie's family, we do find out that Jim, that that... Chris's daughter is probably going to come to the wedding. Jamie's family isn't coming because her mother doesn't know she's a lesbian. And, she and I was, I was glad that Jamie or sorry, Chris did not say, not try to get her to come out to her mother to marry her because she's like, I can't fault her. I, she, as, as she said, Jamie knows best. Yeah. I thought that was really good. Um, Cause star, her daughter is going to come yeah. to the wedding and it really is that, Y'all, I hope everybody comes out because I do think you can live a, a a less a less stressful life in most instances. However, it's not for everybody. If you have asshole parents yeah. that don't contribute, they don't need to know about your life. If it's just gonna like it's free, it doesn't have to be like it's different for everyone. If you think if it won't, if you think, um, if if you know if it's it's not it's not for everybody and it's not for. It's if, if if you don't think it'll help you, if you don't think it's going to make you feel better. Um, and like what yeah. Jamie said is we don't, we don't talk. We don't really talk. We don't really get along. And she's like, I know my mother. She's like, she says bad things about gay people. And, uh, and Chris said, well, I'd be devastated if my daughter kept that from me. But she said, you know, uh, I, I trust, as you said before, I trust Jamie, and it, she has to do it. Um, she's like, maybe maybe a few months, but for years, and, you know, and she's like, Jamie's going to know when it's right. And this was kind of the most kind of <laughs> nicest, like, maybe non-fraught thing that's happened for them. So, yeah. good for them? Would you eat blood sausage? Um, no. I'm not into... Uh, yeah, no, no, not a, not a fan, not a fan. You'd eat ass, but not blood sausage. Yeah, I'm 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 really particular about sausage in general. Mixed meats, um, meat with seams. I have to kind of know what's in it. Um, 
And I'll, but I'll suck every kind of dick. That's the, that's the weird that, thing. Well, I was about to, yeah, that's the weird thing. Any <laughs> kind of dick. That's what I want. I just really, that's what I want state speech with as I, in prose, was I did a reading about blood sausage. And that's what I want. Again, your memory in amber for high school. Yes. Anyway. All I'm right. Sure it was let's, riveting. There's not that much. Let's quickly talk about Danielle and Johan. This miserable um, bitch. <laughs> y'all, she's moving back out. Remember, She's moving out to move, um, to move out of the U.S. completely. He still thinks they're going to move back he's there. Still, Just remember he that. He still thinks they're going to New York. <laughs> she's having her 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 whole, um, uh, she's having her whole like girl power moment. I'm leaving. She's like Britney Spears and fucking Crossroads, just going to some new place. And he thinks they're still going to move back there. And he doesn't still get it with 10 suitcases. And she's like, why doesn't he understand? I'm coming here. I'm like, he says like, because he thought you were bringing another three suitcases. Did He didn't bring your whole life. He still thinks they're going, the, uh, 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 le otra vez. <laughs> it's, it's just, she's like, it's, he thinks that she's, she's going le otra vez. <laughs> yes. Probably la otra vez. Yeah. Um, Spanish isn't good. So, yeah, we already talked about that. But, yeah, she's shaming him. for. And then here's the deal. Here's why what really makes me, almost more than anything, why I can't stand Danielle. Oh, let me count the ways. <laughs> do not. Do not you say you're a feminist when it's convenient for you. Oh, yeah. She had, she had a real problem with finding out every single reproductive habit of the women he'd been with. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Johan. Johan has, he said, I have the penis. So I'm a man. She's so, she's like, yeah, the penis is a tool, not a logical one. And I went, so do you just hate men in general? Yes. Because I kind of would believe that. I think she does. Yeah. But yet you were fine with putting your, your man with his fucking nine inch glorious dick on fucking OnlyFans or unfiltered or whatever it's called and making money off him. Oh, it's it is the the entitlement drips from her hypocrisy. It, 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 She's a huge it's hypocrite. Incredible. Um, oh. I I love talking. This it's the difference of of of, of Mahmoud and, and and Nicole. I love talking about this asshole <laughs> because it just never runs out. <laughs> I only like talking about her because her husband's hot. But honestly, other than that, she is the person that if I could choose to skip over, I would. Interesting. Skip. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I would. I can't wait to talk about her because <laughs> I love reading uh, her. Um. So y'all. She says is a very noble thing. Teaching's my life. It's my passion. But I've decided to move towards love. It was really hard she, for me to give up. We also, we've been sent some stuff by some people on Instagram or some sissies have DM. She's like, I know Danielle through other people. Everyone hates her as a teacher. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's, she's not, a miserable person in life. She's awful. No one likes her. Her school is happy. She's leaving. Yeah. Very happy. Teaching is my passion. No, it's not. No. If it was... No. Yeah. no You're no, a terrible no. person. Terrible, terrible, terrible. So she... And she keeps saying, y'all, just so you hear it a thousand times, I'm just making so many sacrifices. I just don't know if... I'm still... I'm doing all this in the shape I'm for, for love. I'm doing all... How can you fault me? Ugh. <sighs> 
It's not easy to be me. Uh, get off the cross. We need the wood. Ugh. Fall down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That that's most of what the things that I say is is just response. Y'all, we see Johan. She is finally moving here today. He couldn't be uh, more uh, neutral. He brings, <laughs> he brings her a rose. He picks her up. She's already she's micromanaging him because I will say she woman explains to him constantly that you know. And I would I would normally have a problem with the phrase woman's plane, but I do too. Danielle But in this case, yeah, that's Danielle, what she does. Danielle knows exactly how to do it. <laughs> she would probably say mansplain because she says she's the husband. That's true. Remember she said I'm the husband and the and wife. You're, and you're the and wife. I wear the pants in this family. <sighs> but she's she's basically shaming him for not not reading her mind, not knowing any better. So he should have brought he should have like, brought a bigger car. And, and I need to drive the car. So she just wants to drive the car because is she probably a better driver than him? Sure. She's driven longer. But she just wants to drive the car because she wants to she wants to put him in his place because yeah. she's pissed at him for not reading her mind and bringing the van. It's not even that. She needs to emasculate him and subvert gender roles so she's happy. Not that he's happy. She needs to enact she, yep. this fantasy of having this man at her beck and call and whatever the culture dictates, she's going to say, fuck you. So everyone in the neighborhood can talk about what a bruja she is, that she's got this guy and the guy and she's like, and they're like, she's got this guy by the, by his balls. And we, and we, we think that's awful. And she's, and they go, Oh, this crazy woman, what can she do? Awful. I think a lot of the reason why she does pimp him out on unfiltered or whatever it is, is because she feels like she's taking some type of like power back. For That's women exactly women it. Have been sexualized. She probably has some moral excuse of why she's a good person for doing it. And she says, I'm, she, he says, I'm the one with the penis. I'm the man. And that's what bothers me about her is that she takes, she tries to latch on to a lot of things I believe in and I root for. Yeah. Oh, it, and she thinks that if I say these little, if I say these little memes or just say these little platitudes, people will be, will just fall in line and believe I me. I dare you to look at some of her posts on Instagram or look at some of her stories because. Oh, that people have sent you us. will be, no, a lot of, a lot of things I agree with her on. But it is the it is the way it's being used to 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 kind of like it's not authentic. It's, it's not absolutely authentic. Not. It's not through a lived experience at all. It's just through what she wants you to um, y'all. If you had that Dolly Parton trifecta on her, who she thinks she presents to the world is way different than who she really <laughs> is, and who we see her as is even more different. Yeah, who who she thinks she is is way. <laughs> And she says, well, if uh, Johan hasn't figured out that patriarchy isn't going to work with me, he's been missing a lot. <laughs> I, okay. I think she really does see herself as a, as a feminist warrior here. Oh. She's, and oh, it yes. is hysterical that most of the she, internet hates her. <laughs> it's perfect that she wants, her goal is to lead women retreats. Oh, she already is. And at one no, that's that's what she wants to do. At one point, yeah. she says, "With me, it's possible to fight all day." And I went, 
I think we know. I, th- I think I think I don't think there's anyone who's unaware of that. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. Oh, give me more. Give me more, as Britney Spears says. Give me more of this horrible, horrible woman. Her her looking like an asshole on television gives me strength. <laughs> it is it is nice to it is nice to see how. Um, I really. I'm excited for the tell-all with her. Me too. I think I think people are gonna fucking come for I her. I think people are gonna slash her fucking throat <laughs> because she didn't have to. Because Love in Paradise, y'all, they don't have a yeah. tell-all. So, which is which is a misstep. I totally agree. I I hope they have one in this one. I think it's because that show. Um, I I think it's because that show does that show has a very that show has, doesn't have the same sense of place as Ninety Day does. Uh, like, like they come to the U.S. and the other the other way has like uh, they go out far up, but they're they're that show feels like everyone's come from a disparate place to go to the Caribbean. So you'd almost have to have I, a tell all in the Caribbean if that makes sense. I think though, I think though, but they can fly them back. I think they will because they're airing it on TLC this time. I think they will have a tell all. Good point. I'm predicting that. Yep, we can hope. Y'all, that's the, show. that's the show. Sorry, this was a long one, but again, it's toe. It's a, it's a really good. It's just good it's fodder a lot for about conversation. Mood into cold. Well, it happens. All right, everybody, you can go to realitygaze.com. You know the drill. Uh, check out our producer, Meme Queen Christina and Caitlin. What they've got going on on our social media, on our Instagram, and on our TikTok and our Twitter. Um, and poodle, we call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all? Hall. Aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places? Yes. And if you get upstaged by your white dog doing a whole fucking uh. dance. <laughs> <laughs> you can call us. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com.